0: Hey guys, right now, Captain Morgan is offering a special deal for Against All Odds listeners. Go to drizzly.com and use code THERINGER to save $5 on your next order of Captain Morgan. Again, that's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot C-O-M. Promo code THERINGER for $5 off your next purchase of Captain Morgan, courtesy of Drizzly. And we're also brought to you by my bookie. You know, people always ask me what team they should bet on, but where you're betting... Is just as important as who you're betting. And that's why I tell people to go to mybookie.ag. They have live in-game betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and a mobile site that makes wagering on the go a breeze. Plus, if you join now, mybookie will match your deposit with up to a 100% bonus. Just visit mybookie.ag, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E and use the promo code SAL to activate the offer. You play, you win, you get paid. Alright, welcome to Against All Odds with Cousin Sal, part of the Ringer Podcast Network.
1: Tate the Snake Frazier, producing this podcast. What's up, Tate? I've been told uh, by my my own mother that snake does not rhyme with tape. She's very upset about this house, so I, <laughs> I, I will not stand for that anymore. S-
0: snake Tate. You don't. Yeah, it it you, doesn't
1: rhyme. Yeah, you're yeah, right. It, it doesn't. Doesn't, rhyme. doesn't yeah. quite. Unless my name was rake or yeah, bake or right. shake, something like that. Uh-huh.
0: Well, speaking of not knowing names and not having names written down or or people recognizing <laughs> names, I um I was just delayed at the guard shack getting onto this lot about ten minutes. Uh, nobody would really know because this post when it posts, but um. What do you think, Tate? I've been doing this since May. Yep, uh, I've been doing it for years, but I've been doing it since May. My own podcast, twice a week since late August. Still, name not on the not on the ledger anywhere. You need some respect. There,
1: there's yeah. a, there's a lot of writers and bloggers that work at this place. They oh. just they just drive on every day. But for the people in the podcast world, uh, not not the same respect. They don't respect television on this lot. I, surprisingly I, enough,
0: forget the bloggers and everyone. Does this happen to Larry Wilmore? I wonder. Do you think this happens to Larry Wilmore?
1: <laughs> I think he just refuses to come here. He just yeah. does it at home. He so. knows better. He doesn't want to be rejected. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Malcolm Gladwell. You think he gets stopped? Well, they. they, they Put that gate up, he goes right through, right?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I've seen it every time. He just Actually, he just walks on. He does? Yeah. Jake,
0: Jake Gyllenhaal, maybe a tad more handsome than me. You think he had a rough time getting on the lot yesterday?
1: He broke through the glass, I'm pretty sure. He did, right? right? Yeah, he had to earn it. So at least you and Gyllenhaal are on the same page. The piercing eyes just knocked down the
0: <laughs> gate, and that was that. All right, well, the important thing is I'm here. And uh, even more important than being here, there was a poll out from the Washington Post today, this morning. And for the first time ever, this is not a joke, look it up. The majority of Americans said they would vote to legalize gambling. 55% in favor of legalizing gambling. This could legitimize us, Tate, me and you and the degenerate trifecta who I'm about to introduce. That would be a great thing, right? I would have no trouble getting on the lot if gambling were legal, I have a feeling.
1: Well, you'd be a richer man, right? So I yeah. mean, Well, then I guess you're competing with more people at that point, so who knows? That's but true. It's a pretty good deal. I like it. That's true.
0: All right, we're going to do a lot today. We're going to take a tour around the league, look at odds. We're going to pick our uh, best picks for the NHL. Season opens October 4th. That's a week from Wednesday. That's today. A week from today. Uh, go over the first pick in the 2018 draft for the NFL. We're going to cruise down the river. In the Captain Morgan Make Believe Riverboat Casino. We're going to do our sharp tank bit where the degenerate trifecta pitches me their best bets. And let me introduce them right now my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta is here. What's happening, guys? What's up,
2: What's up Sal? Up. What's going on, buddy?
0: So I mentioned the um, this uh, Shark Tank thing. I, I really like it. You guys now, individually, you pitch me your best bet for the week, and I buy one of them, much like they do on Shark Tank. And uh, last week, I, I think two of you guys won, right? Is that right? That's correct. And, the, and the one yep. loss was Brother Bry. Brother Bry, I bought your parlay, which is like a 16 parlay. Was that right?
2: Yeah, it was a 16 parlay. It was like plus 550, <sighs> uh, and... Uh, tape the snake's tar heels uh blew it for us
0: yeah they definitely did they 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 blew it they really did <laughs> they had a fourth quarter lead and then they disappeared they lost by what,
1: two two scores at least right? They lost by ten, yeah. Uh, 10. 27, it ended up twenty
2: yeah. 17 But, but in, in fairness, I think Tate needed to mention to us that the whole team was gonna be out that game, <laughs> right? I mean, everybody was missing. I mean, I don't think Tate wasn't really paying attention there. To, he wasn't there to support me.
1: Masonville was out there, so I, I assumed that it was gonna be a win based on that. <laughs> our uh, our it good didn't friend Masonville. Yeah.
0: And Tate, you were there that week. It was so you almost got the play. That's how bad it got, right? Like you you were in Carolina. North I was Carolina.
1: I was in North Carolina but I did not go to the game because uh, I had a weird feeling. I don't like to watch Duke beat me at anything if mm-hmm. it's women's soccer, or whatever it is. So I had, a, I had a weird feeling about it. And then once Brian made the bet, I uh, I knew it was basically over. So <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Brian. I should have stood up, uh, stood up and said something.
2: <laughs> uh. Yeah, that's all right. But did you guys see uh, like pick, pick six at the end of the game? It was probably the, the ugliest pass of all time. He <laughs> threw it overhand with two hands. I've never seen it before. Wow overhand with two hands his and name it, is it chaz what do you expect
0: <laughs> <laughs> he, he i mean it's he's, it's a duke carolina no matter where they play it ends up being in a basketball game so yeah you're right <laughs> the, the two-handed overhand <laughs> shot was the way to go there all right well we're gonna we're gonna bounce uh, back i'm gonna hear from you guys later your uh, best bets um harry you're there right yeah. <laughs> Harry's got this deal. We made this bet. Uh, it's called 52 by 52. Harry has to lose 52 pounds by Super Bowl 52, and I give him $5,200 if he was able to do that. If not, he has to appear on Hollywood Boulevard wa- wearing nothing but a uh, sandwich board that reads, I'm Harry Harry Hippo, the what was it, the fat loser who couldn't lose fat. And you're also going to be singing Daughtry's album. Now, what happened? You weighed in now. We have how many months left now? Can't even figure out. Going okay. in seven, to three, four. Uh, Actually, so yeah. we still have four, four over four months. I think months. I have four months. Right. Okay. And and uh, you need to weigh one ninety four. And what did you weigh in today? at?
3: I weighed in today at two twenty one, and I'm not really happy about it.
0: No, because you've been starving yourself, right?
3: <laughs> I've been starving myself. I have been attending hot yoga classes. Mm. Uh, if <laughs> I might still go, might have time to go tonight. That would be the fifth class in eight days and i'm exhausted afterwards but i'm still doing it and i i'm gonna I'm, you know what i may have to go back to the, you know when i lost that weight before sal maybe 10 years ago i lost people i lost like 55 pounds maybe i'll have to go back to the uh celery and hot sauce diet i don't know i gotta come up with something because it's hard to get this rest of this
0: weight off. i don't remember that at all <laughs> by the way you lost you lost 55 pounds jimmy 10 years it, ago remember?
3: jimmy loved it
0: i know but you're not that's not how you i'm not going to give you tips on how to lose weight i'm i'm, I'm First of all, I'm pretty chubby myself, but uh, hot sauce and and celery and starving yourself is not that's not the way you do it, Parley Kid. You're a health teacher, right? That that's not the way to do it.
4: No, so he's doomed. He is doomed at this rate. <laughs> uh, I think he's kind of he's hitting the wall right now. I think. Uh, but so how does he have so much time to keep working out? I I don't understand. I it. know it's great. This guy's this guy is literally texting us saying. I just went for a jog for two hours. Now I'm going to hot yoga for another two hours.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Uh, yeah, at
4: about, you know, at about
3: at 10:45 p.m. I'm able to do that finally.
4: Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. okay. Well,
0: Tate the Snake is, uh, <laughs> is, is, is really the only one in your corner, and he's not. He has takes issue with how you're going about this hot yoga session. What, what is he doing?
1: High yogas for like hot women, and they just sit and they sweat a little (laughs) bit, Harry. You got to do, got to go out and do some exercise. Run around, do some laps. Like what you sent us when you sent the video of you running around the basketball court. I need more of that.
3: I am, but but I thought this (laughs) might help and might shed some. I'm soaked. As soon as it's over, I'm soaked. (laughs) And the women are amazing, and it's just, but it's not turning out the way I have gotten
1: single. (laughs) You're getting sidetracked, Harry. Regardless,
3: I
4: haven't. No. Harry, how much has the enrollment out. gone down at Hot Yoga? <laughs> since <you went> in?
3: <laughs> I go to the last class of the night.
4: I'm going to
0: bring all these hot women, you say. I'm going to bring them to Hollywood Boulevard, and they're going to watch you sing Daughtry with that sandwich board. I promise that's what's going to be. All right, let's go around the league real quick. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's too sportsy, that uh, weight loss talk for you people. But um, let's go Major League Baseball. Anticlimactic end of the regular season here. What are we waiting on? Waiting on, like, I think Minnesota can clinch that second spot. Over the Angels the, for the wild card for the to be the road team in the wild card game, Colorado is two games up with five left over Milwaukee, who's almost got no chance to catch the Cubs in the division. It's it's kind of sad. There's nothing going on, but uh, the Indians jump out to be the favorite at three to one now. Dodgers plus three fifty, Astros plus six fifty. Other notables uh, are the Cubs and the Nationals. I think around ten to one. And parlay kid, your Yankees are sixteen to one, and I have to say. You are as confident as, as anyone could be in a team that could be out in one game. You, you would be shocked if they lost that one game, wouldn't you?
4: No, Sal. You know, I was talking to Harry about this before. And uh, that, the one-game playoff, I, it doesn't really matter if they were playing the Twins yeah. or just give me the worst team in baseball. I, who is it? Whoever it was right now, whoever it is, mm-hmm. I would still be worried about that one-game playoff. Hopefully that changes soon. But I do really like the chemistry of this Yankee team. Uh, they really—I'm a big chemistry guy. I'm a believer in that. I think mm-hmm. if they get by this game, they're going to make a run. Uh, this is a team that cares about each other. They play for each other. Uh, Bill Simmons—he uh, shushed me on Twitter yesterday.
0: Sal, <laughs> he told, he told me to settle down to settle about the Yankee team. Yeah.
4: Told me to settle down. <laughs> uh, yeah. What's that about? Geez. Uh, Tate, tell uh, Tate, I'm tell me what that's about.
0: about. Tate gets told to settle, be told to settle down all the time by Simmons. I don't yeah,
1: know. exactly. Oh. That's life. Get used to it.
4: <laughs> is that what he, he uses those words to? Settle down.
0: All right.
1: right. Settle down is a nice look, version. I... It's usually like f off. <laughs> 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 that, look,
4: that,
0: that'll happen listen, if the Yankees win the one game. This Yankee out.
4: team, they've they've surpassed expectations this so far this year, but now the, the, the bar has been raised. They got to win this one game. They gotta get these young guys some time in the playoffs. And they're gonna be uh they're gonna be a playoff contender uh for the next, you know, five years, maybe even ten years hmm. at this rate.
0: All right. All right. So at sixteen to one they might be of good value for the uh to win the World I Series. I think it's great value. Let's go uh real real quick, um, college football, Alabama two to one. They look unbeatable, but haven't played anyone really great. Although I guess the first game of year was a nice win. Uh, Clemson six to one rises to second, even with the loss. Ohio State is third, actually tied with Oklahoma plus eight fifty. USC drops to nine and one, haven't been overly impressive. Have a big game this week, brother Bry, We have Alabama, Ohio State, and USC versus the field, virtually even odds at this point. Is it really? Is it just Alabama versus the field for us?
2: Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I, I think you're looking at Alabama, Clemson, and probably Oklahoma at this point I, I, I don't USC has been I mean they've played poorly, so I think they're out uh, they're, they'll lose one of these next coming you know upcoming games and Ohio State. I don't know. I don't, they're not going to have enough offense against Alabama. The Alabama is going to shut them down if they end up playing in the playoff game. So I think Alabama like 2 to 1 is still I, I love those odds. You're yeah. never going to see them again after a few more weeks. So I think everybody should jump on those.
0: I like the, uh, you know, I figured when we picked those three teams, at least two, I really thought all three would be in the playoffs, but it really might just be Alabama out of those three uh, making the field of four. Uh NFL Patriots 5 to 1 actually moved even with the win, moved down in odds a little. Odds got a little higher. Atlanta six to one. I think there's a good value there. The boys, the Steelers, the Packers, ten to one. The Chiefs, twelve to one. Showing they're playing good defense even without um, Barry uh, Tate. Your Panthers nowhere to be found. <laughs> you even going uh, <laughs> to. Are you even going to defend them anymore, or is this a rebuilding year at this point?
1: <laughs> oh, I, I think the injuries hurt, uh, but yeah, it's tough for Cam. I, I think, uh, I said this on Simmons Pod, I feel like that Von Miller, he would got something in his head. It's like LT Joe Theismann uh, theory for that. Um, it's a mental thing. I don't think he's gotten over it. Um, it's sad, Sal. It's just really sad. All right. All right. I'm I, I, I turned that I turned that to like a very morose mood, but um it's tough. Listen, I, th- I thought they were going to be good.
0: Listen, at least you could still drive on to the lot with no uh <laughs> no problem. That's that's that gets really sad. Uh, offensive rookie of the year, Kareem Hunt minus 200. All of a sudden now running away with this thing. Uh Dalvin Cook 5 to 1, Cohen 8 to 1, Three Cohen, uh, Fournette, 10 to 1, Deshaun Watson 12 1. God bless this guy. Gives his first game check to three women who work the uh, the team cafeteria. Yeah. They lost everything in the flood. Good, good man, Deshaun. Uh Give him the give him the rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, just for that. Um, I'm sorry, I skipped the Heisman, but Harry Saquon Barkley plus 125. You almost pulled the trigger on him, right? He's the favorite all of a sudden.
3: All of a sudden, he's the favorite, but um, you know, like uh, me and Darren were discussing uh, for t- uh, earlier today that. It just seems like, uh, you know, everyone, whatever happens that week, that everything changes. It's still early. It's week four, week five for some teams. Um, You know, Barkley might be like, well, I think he's plus 125, you said. uh, But let's see how it goes the rest of the season when they get these later games. And maybe uh, maybe they lose. Maybe he doesn't rush so good. And then all of a sudden, you know like I think Mayfield is at 3 to 1 mm-hmm. is still very uh, tempting because of the rest of the schedule. So, yeah. we'll see how every week every, every how it plays out every week.
0: Every it does jump around. 2 weeks ago Lamar Jackson was uh, 10 That uh, was plus 175. Right. Now he's 10 to 1. All right, now let's talk about my bookie. You know, ever since I started this podcast, people have asking me for advice. And it's usually what team to bet on. Pittsburgh, New England, Chicago, Detroit. Take give me another example. Uh, Let's do, did you say Browns? No, I didn't say Browns. Cleveland. Cleveland and who else? Did we say Jets? No. This shouldn't be so hard. Yeah. <laughs> Cleveland and the Jets. <laughs> Whatever. Any two teams. Well, let me tell you, where you're betting hat is just as important as who you're betting on. That's why I always tell people to go to mybookie.ag. Mybookie has been in this business for years, and their reputation is rock solid. They do 100% cash bonuses, so off the bat, you're making money for doing nothing. And they have the fastest payouts. Seriously, just two business days. So lay down some cash and win big today. They have in-game, live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and an all-new mobile site that makes wagering on the go a breeze. Tate, I gave you $40 last week to join my bookie, right? Yep. What happened? Did you do it? I did do it. I did
1: some live in-game betting, and did? uh, it didn't go too well for me. It didn't? I ended up losing all the $40. You're such a liar. I'm getting that money back from you. I'm getting that <laughs> money back.
0: No, Tate did it. He lost. But if he won, you could bet he would get paid. Join now, and my bookie will match your deposit with up to a 100% bonus just Visit mybookie.ag, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E.ag, and use the promo code SAL to activate the offer. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, let's move to the NFL. Lots of dogs out. 10 of 13 underdogs covered on Sunday. Uh, don't cry for Vegas because that's, that's a big day for them. Underdogs this year, 26-19-1 against the spread. That's almost 58%. Unders lead 24-21-2. That's a little over 53%. Now on Bovada, you can find a prop. I'm tying this into the college stuff. Who will be the first overall pick in the 2018 NFL draft? They only have four choices, which is smart of them because you know it's going to be some guard from Western Michigan who no one cares about <laughs> right now is going to be the first pick. But to suck you in, they have Sam Darnold at even. They have Saquon Barkley at even. They have Rosen Manhattan Beach is own, Rosen at seven to one for UCLA, and Mayfield at 10 to one. Harry, which one are you going with? Is there any value in AOS for?
3: You know what? I think there's a plenty of value in Josh Rosen at seven to one. He's 64, uh, 220. He's on a team with a atrocious defense and a single-handling, keeping his team in games, plus a 34 point comeback versus uh, Texas A&M. Was one for the ages. Uh, he's the nation's leader in passing yards and touchdowns. He won a state title in high school, and the coaches there and UCLA have constantly praised him um, on how to figure out game plans, and defensive sets. He's been fantastic this year. His first game ever, getting thrown into the fire, he was 28-35 for 353 and three touchdowns in a win over Virginia. And as good as Baker Mayfield has been, he plays in the conference that. You know, doesn't have quarterbacks to succeed in the NFL, and he's only six feet one, and for all the touting Sam Darnold got at the beginning of the season, he's only got nine touchdowns yeah. to seven interceptions. Right. He's two picks away already from having as many as he did last year. He had zero touchdowns and two picks versus Western Mish at home to start the season. I mean, he could be the next uh, the next Mark Sanchez, for all we know. Right. He hasn't played that many games.
0: Okay. Well, Harry's phone is auto-tuning out on us a little bit. (laughs) And by the way, I would have bet anything I had that out of the three phones on the other end, it would be Harry's that crapped out this week. Because what did we do, Tate? We sent microphones to all these guys, right? Yeah. supposed to to be special microphones that you hook up to your computer. Uh, The Parley Kid and Brother Bride didn't get theirs. Uh, Harry did. But for whatever reasons, uh, he is not using his. So, of course, of course, his, his, his well, is the worst line. He's
1: locking arms with his other podcasting buddies. He's, oh, is that what he, he's doing? It's, it's, Unity, it's Unity Week.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Good. <laughs> all right. Good luck understanding anything any he says in Unity Week. That's great. Uh, all right. Parley Kibb, what do you think? What, uh, you agree with Harry?
4: Yes. Uh, Harry's on the money on this one. Wow. Uh, Rosen at 7-1 to one is really good value to be the number one pick. Uh, I don't always think stats tell the full story in college football. Uh, Donald's numbers are very down. Uh, sometimes I'm not sure if that really means too much uh, to um, you know GMs, etc. Because we don't really know the full talent that might be around him. Uh, but in this case, I don't. Uh, Mayfield is not going to be the first pick. Uh, I don't see a running back. I love Barkley, but I don't see him being the first pick. Even though I think. Uh, Zeke Elliott going, uh, fourth a couple years ago has kind of opened the doors for running backs to maybe start to be drafted a little earlier mm-hmm. than they have been. Uh, but he's not going to go number one. This is going to come down between D- Darnold and, uh, Rosen, but Rosen at, this, at those seven to one odds, it's much better value. Uh, he's, I think he's a little bit more athletic than Donald. Uh, even Harry was mentioning before and he didn't mention it now. Uh, he was a very good high school tennis player. Am I correct, Harry? Uh, yeah, I think uh he on that at
3: 15, he had 105 mile per hour serve, something like that. Wow. Yeah.
4: This guy, he's athlete. an athlete. He's got a little California in him style. You know what that means, right? Yeah. Uh, he's a little Hollywood. He's got a little Hollywood <laughs> in him. Um, I, I like the kid. I think I can see him being the number one pick. at seven to one. I think Harry's right. That's the that's the that's excellent value right now.
0: Are we supposed to take Harry's advice on who's who's uh his endorsement on who's a good tennis player? <laughs> All right. Okay. Fine. Uh, Brother Bry, you have a victory over Harry. You want to you want to praise uh, Saquon Barkley's uh, tennis skills or anything? Who do you like?
2: Uh, yeah, no, no, I, I don't at all. No, I, yeah, Harry's Harry's terrible at tennis. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't be allowed to comment on anybody's tennis game. That's for sure. <laughs> who's who's who stands but, uh, out here? That, so, so I'm gonna say on this one, I, these seem like way out of whack. I don't even know how they came up with this cause yeah. Barkley even odds. There's no way Bark. There's no way a running back's going number one as phenomenal as he is, and he's way better than I even thought. I mean, he's he's awesome. He might even be better than than Elliott and hmm. and Fournette and the last few guys that have come out. He, he's fantastic, but no way he goes one. Uh, the only odds that seem about right on this is, is Darnold. I think Rosen would probably be like three or four to one, but Darnold coming into this season was consensus number one. It still seems like, based on all these mock drafts, he's still considered... Uh, the number one guy. I know he's he's struggled a little bit this year, but ha- didn't some of these other quarterbacks struggle in their their sure. second third years? Like yeah. Winst- Winston struggled. He was still the f- first pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manning really struggled too. I think his last season, and and he was the first pick. So I don't I don't think GMs are necessarily going to necessarily going to look at that because he's still come up big in a lot of these games, and he'll, he'll get better throughout the year. He's definitely way more accurate, and and he's a lot more mobile than Rosen is. So I think. Uh, the footwork definitely is going to help. So I, I would still take Darnold here at even, and I have no idea why Mayfield's even on here at ten to one. He's probably like from an NFL standpoint, he's probably like yeah. maybe the ace best quarterback. I was looking at that. I don't. I think out. I think
0: they just threw him so, in really there to, to throw him in there. But uh, yeah, does it matter who the number one, who, the team picking number one is? I think. Tate, what it Jets, Forty ers Browns, Colts, maybe Bears. Maybe Bears. And yeah. Har- Harry's Giants have to be in there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, uh, well, so out of those teams, the Browns, Colts, and Bears wouldn't take a quarter. You you should hope, Tate, that the Bears are not going to take a quarterback <laughs> after this year. So that leaves, like, the Jets and 40. 40- I actually think the Jets are going to have the number one pick. I know they won last week, but I have them taking the— Don't forget
4: about the Chargers.
0: Oh, yeah, the Chargers. The- oh, I can't get out. I, 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 somehow, I don't know how that team's not going to win six games, but <laughs> it's probably— probably not going to but the jets have a problem with penn state i think they could like they could like a guy like saquon barkley but all they they have they're cursed with penn state bums like uh blair thomas, kyle brady, uh hackenberg now, right? I think they pass on him even if he's a yeah. obvious choice. It's probably going to be sam Darnold uh to the jets, but i would say.
1: Wouldn't you Go pass ahead. on another usc quarterback after oh, you, that's know, true. you have to deal with the whole Sanchez thing again? Yeah,
0: right. Oh, they're screwed. They've had so many schools <laughs> screw them over. What do they? They should just trade the pick. They should be done with it altogether. You're right. Um, let's do this. This brings us to our sponsored segment, Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. Each week, the Degenerate Trifecta and I and we let Tate on the boat too. We set sail, tackling make believe gambling propositions related to sports and pop culture events. This week, we want to find out Carmelo Anthony's 2017-2018 shots made per game. Versus the weight of Khloe Kardashian slash Tristan Thompson's baby. This is very close. Tate, Carmelo's right around 10 shots made per game yeah. career-wise, best, right?
1: Best of his career is 10.6 made, and that was 2006-2007. The worst of his career was 7.5, and that was two years ago. Right. So, good range.
0: It's, it's a good one. Idea. It's a good matchup. I had, I had Carmelo giving... A, a point or two but now I think it's I think it's about even Chloe and Tristan I think have a big baby Parlay <laughs> Kid who wins this which number's higher
4: oh Sal how did you come up with this one <laughs> this, is, this is this is a good one Sal Um Thank you are your neighbors with the Kardashians aren't you out uh, there in California not they're
0: there they're in the west they're <laughs> deep deep valley but yeah
4: <laughs> Calaba- Calabasas yeah right? no one's
0: gonna uh, no one's gonna accuse me of being the father if that's what you're getting at but no <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah' <That's laughs> well, listen, style. So. Yeah. this is this is what I think about this uh yeah on paper they're gonna have a pretty big baby right on paper yes. but we we know how these Hollywood types are uh she's gonna go on some type of west coast uh, gotta watch the baby weight diet yeah uh, that could that could hurt her the size of the baby in the long run in terms of this baby on paper I'm thinking man this could be like a 12 pounder right? Like, right I'm thinking 11 10 to 12 pounds but She's going you know, to be very careful with her diet. She's not going to want to put on too much weight. Hot uh, yoga Mother probably, probably would, four times a
0: week. Yeah.
4: Hot yoga while she's pregnant. Right. Maybe Harry. Yeah, absolutely. And then <laughs> now, so let's, I'm going to come back to that weight and tell you what I think that's going to be. Okay. But then you have Melo. Uh, he's really now the third option in OKC, right? He's, I think he's the third option. Mm-hmm. And Tate was right. His, his career numbers are, Exactly the same in baskets made per game with Denver and the Knicks. 8.8 field goals made per game. Uh, And it's the exact number with the the Denver Nuggets and the New York Knicks. I'm thinking he's going to fall around there because I've already seen comments about him like, hey, he's already said, I'm a scorer, that's what I do. I'm going to take my shots, Mm -hmm. regardless if I'm the third option or not here in OKC. And listen, Carmelo is not a volume shot maker in my mind. He's a volume shot taker. He takes a lot of shots. Brian and I are very familiar with his 9-for-25 shooting <laughs> performance this year in New York.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: But let's say he's going to average about making about a little less because he is going to be the third still. He's going to average about 8.5 shots made for game, field All goals right. made for game. This baby's going to weigh about 9 pounds. Wow. Take, uh, take uh, Chloe and Tristan uh to win that. Parlay
0: Kid says Chloe and Tristan baby weight is higher. Brother Bry also Nick Fan happy to see Carmelo go.
2: Uh yeah, I I mean I was happy to see him go. I just didn't like what they got back in return. I mean, I think it's maybe addition by subtraction at this point. I mean, it was it
5: mm-hmm. was just
2: a distraction for them, but uh I I just don't think they got enough uh but uh, I I am glad to see him go. This should be Porzingis' team at this point in time. Mm-hmm. So I, I I guess it's overall it's good it's good for the Knicks.
0: And is he going to shoot a lot on this? What do you think? Uh, does he shoot more than ten? Does he make more than ten?
2: No. So I'm going to say so. The, if you look at the last few years, he averaged about eight field goals made a game and 22 points. I'm thinking. With OKC, he's probably going to score about, I'm going to say between like 18 and a half and 20 points a game, which is going to probably put him at like seven field goals made a game. So I think this is really easy. Uh, I'm looking at uh, Chloe's baby to be about, you know, 10, 11 pounds here. It's funny, you had me searching online today for Chloe Kardashian, Tristan Thompson (laughs) birth weights for about two hours and nice. i couldn't find anything i couldn't find
0: anything well because no. the baby's not uh, born yet I, oh for the, oh, their weight you're saying uh, oh i see yeah I see. yeah
2: their weight when, oh. they were, when they were born i was looking at it i couldn't find it interesting. anywhere interesting uh, i think it, even this is so this is so easy i think even if spud webb was the father of this baby <laughs> it would go over so uh, i'm gonna take uh i'm gonna take uh chloe oh, interest uh Okay. With the with the weight here. So I looked at
1: the only the only baby weight I could find was Shaquille O'Neal, and when he was born, he was seven pounds eleven ounces. So, that's ridiculous. So you yeah. never know. It's kind of weird.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Tate, well, go ahead. As long as you're chiming in, what do you think of this?
1: I I'm gonna take. I mean, Tr- Chloe is the 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 largest Kardashian as far as like you know mm-hmm. who she is naturally. She's like she's like almost six feet tall, right? She's like five eleven. Yeah. Then you have Tristan Thompson. So I'm gonna go over. Car- Car- Carmelo's not making that many shots this year, so. The baby's going to weigh like 9, 10 pounds. All right. Carmelo's going to make like 6, 7 shots. Wow, I
0: thought this was a good one. Everyone's going Chloe. All right, what about you, Harry? You're a contrarian usually. Which way are you going?
3: I'm still going with Chloe. Interesting. <laughs>
0: well,
3: uh, I basically looked at the numbers. Carmelo's, by the way, he's averaged 20 field goal attempts for his career in a game. And last year he was down to 8.1 um, shots made a game. And I think you're right, Darren. I think he he may not get the the ball as much in the rotation with this team, and things are going on. Carmelo. Everyone knows I love Syracuse and everything, and I love that he brought us the national championship. But he's been awful in the pros. The way he runs the offense, and he has to run his offense and get a shots. No good.
0: Go with Chloe Thompson on this. All right. Well, listen, I I saw a stat this morning. I was all set to go Chloe and Tristan here. I saw a stat, though. Um, he's going to start at power forward for OKC. 13% of his games yeah. he's played has been at power forward. And in those games, yeah. he has averaged the most points ever for a power forward at 24.8. I think Boogie Cousins is 24. Carl Malone was 23. Now, that said, this is going to be a gigantic baby. A gigantic baby. I'm talking... <laughs> Uh I, I don't know how many of you guys watched Game of Thrones. Are we allowed to talk about that on the Ringer Podcast Network Game nope, of Thrones? No, not anymore, Sal. Oh, really? I'm, I'm
1: wrapping it up. I'm okay. turning it off. All right, yep.
0: good. Brienne of Tarth type type uh dimensions here, I think. Uh, uh just a warrior, but a really, really cute Brienne of Tarth, I think, uh Game of Thrones. And um yeah, I think fourteen to ten Kardashian Thompson baby wins <laughs> over Carmelo Anthony. All right, that's another week of Captain Morgan's Make-Believe riverboat Casino. No matter how you live, live like a captain. Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. All right, switching gears to the NHL. I can't believe it's here already. The season begins October 4th, which is next Wednesday. Um, I don't know a ton about hockey. I like watching it. These guys know more, but what we're going to do is – We're going to get one pick from each of you guys, either a Stanley Cup champion, a conference champion, an MVP team to make the playoffs. Harry, what do you like? There's a new Vegas team. Are you touching that?
3: Nah, they've been fairly impressive so far in the uh, preseason, but I'm going to go with the Edmonton Oilers at plus 170 to win the Pacific Division. I think with that said, first you can just rule out Expansion Vegas. And the Coyotes and the Canucks are beyond awful. Uh, San Jose is older, and you saw that at the end of the playoffs last season. L.A. missed the playoffs last season. So their only real team that they have to go up against is the Anaheim Ducks, and they will have to beat out Ryan Getzloff, who's really good on that team. But but for the Oilers, Connor McDavid had 100 points last season. He's the talk of the NHL. He's only 20 years old. They had a... uh, Guy who scored 77 points, uh, Leon Draisaitl, never even heard of. He had 77 points last year, which is most uh, prob- mo- probably covers more than anyone had on their team for half the rest of the league. So uh, I'm taking the Oilers at plus 170. They they won a, they won a playoff round last year, and then they probably should have won the second round. They froze up when they were up three games to one, but still this team's on the rise at plus 170 to win the Pacific
0: Division, Edmonton Oilers. All right, and you're saying the Vegas Knights will not uh, present a challenge for Edmonton this year in the Pacific Division. I'll tell
3: Division. you what, Vegas in their first exhibition game they played in Vancouver. For, how about the first team as a franchise? You put up nine goals in hockey. That was pretty good, so be rooting for them.
0: Yeah, 8-1 to to eight to, one to make the playoffs and 200-1 to one to win the Cup. Probably won't happen, but they'll be fun to uh, root for. Brother Mbry, who's your NHL best bet?
2: Yeah, actually, I actually, I love Harry's pick with Edmonton. I think this year would be a fun year to take Edmonton and everything to win it. Uh, McDavid for the Hart Trophy. But uh, I'm going to go with uh, Tampa Bay Lightning to win the Atlantic Division at plus 220. It seems like everybody also loves Tampa Bay this year. Uh, all my hockey friends who are big, big hockey fans know a lot more about hockey than I do. Love Tampa this year. Hmm. The weird thing is, you know, they're plus 220. Toronto's plus 275. Montreal's plus 320. But Tampa, their over-under in points is four points higher than any one of those teams. So I think the plus-220 for the division is is kind of a steal there because their plus-minus uh, for points is 103.5, so that's really high. You know, Last year they only had I think 94 points. That was without Stamkos the whole year. He'll be back. I know they had a couple of key uh, free agent signings in Kunitz and Girardi. So looking for a big bounce back year. And a, supposedly I guess everybody really is. So I think plus 220 is, is good here.
0: All right, that's pretty good. And they're favored to win the uh, Atlantic, right? That's, I think they're top, right? They're yeah, favored. yeah, okay. they're the
2: favorite. Yep, yep.
0: All right, parlay, kid. You know, it's funny. As a group, we started this right during uh, this. We started this podcast in the thick of the uh, NHL playoffs. We gave you some good advice. We gave everyone good advice. We hit on a little nugget where teams are two goals down in the playoffs, jump on them, and you could sometimes get between like four and seven to one odds. And a lot of them came back and won. Then, then it held off. I think towards the uh, conference finals and the Stanley Cup. But we look for things like that. What's your preseason choice, Barley Kid?
4: All right, Sal. You know I'm so happy hockey's starting again. Uh, it gets lost in the shuffle here with baseball playoffs and, and football in full swing, but I'm I'm very excited. Sal, I like the New York Islanders over 88 and a half points mm. at minus 130 at Bovada. Uh, the Islanders, this team. Listen. This is all in spite of a general manager, Garth Snow, who's the, the Sashi Brown of the NHL. <laughs> he, he is not a very good GM. He's been given a long leash, like a decade-long leash here, to rebuild this team. Uh, when hockey re- rebuilds, don't take this long. But, however, over the last three seasons, uh, last year 94 points, the year before 100, the year before that 101 points, uh, Doug Wade took over last year, uh, for uh, head coach Jack Capuano, or former head coach Jack Capuano. He went 24-12-6 and six with this team. That's on pace for about 106 points under Doug Waite. Uh, they have a nice balance of veterans, young veterans, hungry rookies. Watch out for uh, rookie Matthew Barzell. He's going to be a rookie of the year candidate. Mm. The goalie situation is much more stable this year, if not spectacular, with Grice a lock in the net. And the addition of Everly from uh, the Edmonton Oilers is going to really help uh, John Tavares out, who, for listeners who don't really follow hockey, John Tavares is the top ten player in the league. Sure. He's on a contract year this year. He's going to he's gonna be a top three uh, heart MVP type of candidate towards the end of the year. 88.5 points is way, way too low for this team. Way too low. And I know a lot of pessimistic Islander fans. Brian, correct me if I'm right, right? We know a lot of pessimistic fans. They even say this is going over Mm. 88.5 points at minus 130 at Bovada. That's easy money.
0: Well, you said correct me if I'm right. So, Brian, now you have a decision to make. <laughs> no. No, all right. No, but uh, all right. Parlay Kid, this is a, this is a bit of a homer call. It's a bit of a homer call, home but I, I like it. I like it. Over 80 and a half. And they're 50 to 1 to win the Cup, so that could be could be nice. Put a few shekels on that, too. Uh, I'm going to go with a – this is going to be unpopular. I know Harry's going to hate this. Uh, Parlay Kid might like a little more. Washington Capitals to win the Metropolitan Division, a Uh plus-240. Now, I know they lost a bunch of free agents and everything, but they just dominate the regular season. They had 118 points last year. They won by seven points over the Penguins, a plus-81 goal differential, which was tops by a ton. Um, 2015-16, they won the division by 16 points. I think – I think they're in good shape. Coach Barry Trotz has been working on their power play. He's got his union intact. Uh, Braden Holtby was uh, was like the best goaltender as far as goals allowed in the league. Um, They re-signed Oshie, he, and Ovechkin. Ovechkin's 31, so it kind of has to happen like one of these years for him. They led the team with 33 goals each. They lost Marcus Johansson. That's a big loss, but they have some younger prospects stepping up. Uh, seven of the last ten years they finished in first place. 32-7 and seven at home. Regular season, home ice seems to matter. In the playoffs, you can throw it out the window. But they uh, dominate at home during the regular season. I like the Caps at plus 240 to win the Metropolitan Division. Nice. All right, and now this is a very nice segue. I'm going from hockey to nature box. Because when it comes to snacks, you have to eat at these games, right? And when it comes to snacks, sometimes it feels like the only options are delicious and a billion calories, or boring and tasteless. Or in Harry's case, it's celery and hot sauce, which doesn't work. What does work is Nature Box. It doesn't have to be that way. Your snack game can raise it up with Nature Box. Over a hundred snacks that taste good and are all made from high quality, simple ingredients. That means no artificial colors flavors or sweeteners so you can feel good about what you're eating. I like the uh, honey Dijon pretzels, the vanilla bean wafers. I like it. You know why? Cuz it's better than eating nothing, Harry. What are you eating after your hot yoga classes? Uh
3: pretty much nothing. Yeah, nothing.
0: <laughs> okay. So this is this is better than nothing. I'm telling you, it's so simple. Go to naturebox.com, choose the snacks you want. Naturebox will deliver them right to your door. Harry, you you can answer the door, right? You let some weird people in your house. Grab a Nature Box next wow. time you answer the door. No risk. If, if you try a snack you don't like, Nature Box will replace it for free. And right now, you'll save even more. Nature Box is offering our listeners fifty percent off your first offer when you go to naturebox.com/odds. That's naturebox.com/odds. O D D S for fifty percent off your first order. naturebox.com/odds here we go—the moment of truth, fellas. Sharp Tank, much like the TV show on ABC, you're going to pitch me your invention. But in this case, your invention is a bet. It's either a teaser, a parlay, a straight bet, whatever. From the various sports, we're at a good time of year. It's a lot to choose from. Last week, the degenerate trifecta went two and one. I bought Brother Bry's pick. It unfortunately, lost when North Carolina blew a fourth quarter lead. Tate, we were t- texting you, Tate. You didn't even respond. I know you're at a wedding. You didn't even respond.
1: <laughs> I couldn't watch the game. I only watched it up until the third quarter. It was 17-13. I felt pretty good. And Ugh. then I got my phone back and uh, that's. I felt embarrassed. I felt bad. I felt, I felt bad for you, Brother Bry. I'm sorry.
0: You should. It was between five and six to one odds. Brother Bry. let's bounce back. Maybe I'll buy you uh, a second week in a row. What's your best bet of the week?
2: All right, I'm going back to college football, and I'm going to take I'm going to go a 17 money line parlay. I, I I feel like I have to go back to college. I've I've done a little bit better in college so far. I'm struggling in the NFL. I haven't mm-hmm. had a good pulse on that yet. So, I think it's hard it's harder to pick the NFL games until you get like midway through the season. So, I think you're going to like this one because right. I have uh, favorites all over this one. So, I'm going to go. Uh, on this seven-teamer, i going to go OK State minus 350 over Texas Tech. OK State came off a bad loss last week against TCU, and Texas Tech had a good game against Houston. I'd look for them to bounce back and win big. I mean, I, I think Oklahoma State could win by by 30 points in this game. Really love them. The next one, I like Penn State minus 1,100 over Indiana. I think there's no explanation needed for that one. That one's easy. Uh, Wisconsin minus 625 over Northwestern. Uh, These games are typically close, but I think you'll see Wisconsin – ahead uh, big time in the second half and I think that's another easy one Stanford minus 750 over Arizona State again Arizona State coming off a big win at home against Oregon I think y- you can look for them to you know, fall short in this one I think Stanford again is the easy pick uh, Auburn minus 330 over Mississippi State I think you saw Mississippi State last week they struggled against Georgia Auburn and Georgia are pretty much the same team Auburn at home should should do the same thing to Mississippi State that we saw last week uh, Georgia minus 320 over Brad's Tennessee Volunteers. Oh. I, I think Ten- Tennessee at the moment's a mess, and Georgia's playing great. So, I mean, it's as, it's as simple as that. I, I mean, I think I might have been wrong uh, with the Sumlin first SEC coach fired because, I mean, if Georgia blows them out this week, Butch Jones could get fired in and, and this one. But I do love Georgia in this game. And the last one. I have Georgia Tech minus three forty over Tate the Snakes Tar Heels. <laughs> so, so UNC is. Uh, we we talked about how injured they are. They the the fact that they really do suck, and they never beat Georgia Tech. If you look at it, I, th- I think Georgia Tech seems to. Blow this team out every time they play. So, uh, I like those uh, seven teams are are plus three oh eight this week. So, I, I think you're going to like that one, South, because all the huge favorites. I know you love favorites. So, uh,
1: I really Good do like the PG favorites this week. I, I like checking them off. Go ahead, Tate. No, that's a great call, Brian. Because uh, Paul Johnson wanted to run the option in Carolina, and they hired Butch Davis instead. So, he he has like a pers- <laughs> he has a personal vendetta against Carolina football. So, it's great. He's from North Carolina, so he always wins. It's crazy. All
0: right. I'm going to hear Definitely. all of them before I before I reserve my uh, – before I give my opinion. Uh, all right. Harry, I think I know what you're taking. You've been talking about this game for like three years before it was even on the schedule. Does it involve USC Washington State?
3: It absolutely does. <laughs> and the line is Washington State plus four at home, and this is Friday night. I don't even want the four points. I don't need the four points. I'm going to make point for Washington State at plus 155 on the money line. Oh. Brian's been ripping me every time I text or say something about quarterback Luke Falk. He constantly is, is ripping this guy. Meanwhile, this guy's uh, especially in that Boise game, just text after text ripping him. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's got 14 touchdowns this year. He's got one pick. He's 130 of 169. He's a senior, he's got the most games played uh, currently for all the quarterbacks that are in the Pac-12. And USC's defense is extremely soft. They gave up 31 points at home to Western Michigan. They should have lost at home to a weaker Texas team and struggled and didn't cover last week versus Cal. Washington State averages 44 points a game. So not only am I not taking the four, I'm telling you Washington State on the money line at plus 55. And like I said, they've averaged 44 points a game. I'm going to give you the final score. Oh. Let's stick with that 44. 44-29 Washington <laughs> State. Washington State gets put back on the college football map after this
0: game. Wow. All right. Okay. I'm digesting that one. Parlay kid, can you beat that? 17 college yeah, parlay well, Sal, or Washington for let, State. Thanks
4: for letting me. <laughs> oh, Sal, listen. <laughs> Thanks for letting me go after Harry because it's like it's like in class, like when you go after like the after the real dumb kid, you seem smart no matter what you do, <laughs> right? It's okay. like this. All right, so my my bet, which I thought was good, and I, I'm I'm actually, my bet is so easy this week, so I'm not even that excited about it,
5: uh-huh. but it's
4: a sure winner, so you can't really turn it down. I I, I feel like last week I gave you a winner with the, I went back to my roots with the three team teaser. Yeah. You didn't take it. That's okay. Uh, brother Brian's taking these these uh, exotic parlays like I like to take. I like his. Uh, anytime you can go uh, against UNC, unless they're playing like Old Dominion <laughs> or something like that, good job by Brian. All right. Uh, but, Sal, so, listen, this is very easy this week. I got a, a two-team money line parlay uh, at minus 137 here, and it's going to evolve. Look, I'm going to be on the homer this week, all right? Cowboys at minus 260 versus the Rams seems too easy on the money line for me. Uh, if it wasn't for the extra days off that the Rams have, I think over the Cowboys, mm-hmm. this could be minus 400 or above. Uh, the Cowboys found a little bit of mojo in the second half the other night against the Cardinals. I think uh, I think they're going to get out to a lead against the Rams, and we know the Cowboys are much better playing out in front than from playing from behind. Des has gotten off to a really slow start. I think he has a breakout game this week. And, by the way, I, I tweeted Lombardi, Tate, about Dez and asked him what the problem is. He never got back to me, so make sure he starts looking at my <laughs> tweets, please. And, okay. Settle please down. Do that. That's good. That's good. And, uh, settle
0: down, Paul. Settle yeah.
4: Down. I, I want to know. Yeah, settle down. <laughs> settle down. Okay. Uh, so I think the Cowboys are going to come back home after two weeks on the road Easy win over the Rams at 2-1, who are, look, they're a nice story so far, but to me, they're still not very good. Cowboys fans are into it. They're going to win. The other team I'm putting on this uh, two-team money line parley is the Falcons at minus 400 over the Bills. Sal, so the Falcons could easily be sitting at 1-2 and two right now. Easily. They could have easily lost on the road to Chicago and to Detroit. Okay, they can easily be, think about it, the two Top teams right now, the Patriots and Falcons, in terms of Super Bowl odds, could both be sitting at one and two. Mm-hmm. But the Falcons have become the greatest show on turf. They play so fast uh, at home. The Bills are 2-1. and one. They're coming off a big win. They're going to have a letdown. Falcons are winning this game easily. Okay, so uh, take them just on the money line. I was going to make this into a teaser, but just money line at minus 137. Cowboys, Falcons. Easy money.
0: Wow! You know, it's funny. You said Cowboys, wow. and I knew it was one thirty-seven. You said it ahead of time, and I wrote down your second team. I wrote down Falcons. I just knew. I just had a feeling that was the second team. <laughs> Go ahead, Harry. What do you want to say? You you need to. I
3: just wanted to make a comment there, Darren. In in your picks there with Dallas and Atlanta, you said when, when you first took Dallas, you want to be a homer this week. Is that, is that correct? Is that you
4: said this week. <laughs> I'm being a homer this week because I you know this, I kind of I jumped, I jumped on the Islanders.
3: Homer. I jumped Wait, on the island. Okay, I'm
4: well, a homer. Listen, and like, Harry
3: <laughs> and Darren, Darren, a, bit, a bust out game for Des. You said Dez needs a bust out game. Is that like 25 yards now? A
4: game? <laughs> Would that be a bust out game for him? Uh, uh, that's I, good. That's good. I think the
0: hot yoga heat is getting to Harry's brain a little bit. But let me let me go over
4: 12 yards
0: last week. <sighs> <sighs> Harry, let me start with you. Let me start with this Washington State. I would have even maybe considered them at plus four, but now you're getting getting too cute with the plus 155. And I know USC hasn't been good, and they've been disappointing, and especially on the road last week. Um, They were winning by 17, which would have pushed, but uh, then they ended up winning by 10 over Cal. You're in love with this Washington State team, and you talk about USC, how bad their defense is. Washington State lost to Boise. They gave up 150,000 points to Boise, who got killed by Virginia last week. And I know this because I had Boise State on uh, a parlay. Washington
3: State still won the game, though.
0: Right, okay. But they gave up a million points and w- to a team that we now yeah. know is bad because they lost to Virginia. Uh, I'm going to pass on yours, Harry. I'm sorry. I'm passing. <laughs> I know, I'll, I'll root for you. Especially. I'll wait, wait, Sally. Are you sure
3: you're going to pass? Even though yeah, I'm sure. Last I'm definitely week, sure. My Baltimore-Jacksonville game, the way I called it, I know. happened exactly the way I said.
0: I know, I know. <laughs> you did. You said the Ravens wouldn't score any points, and you're right. You, but uh, you had the over. No, I know, I know. I'm a, but I have to buy one, and I don't. I, I'm not. I don't feel comfortable okay. with Washington. Say I also have USC to win that conference, so I don't want to. I don't want to bet it for seven million things. They could
3: still win the conference because the uh, I Pac-12 know twelve. It's a different South is so weak.
0: I just don't think no. I just don't think uh Harry Harry let me move on already please <laughs> what are you doing I've three of these to get to It's
1: the <laughs> wash you pod
0: <laughs> Yeah I'm going to I'm going to pass on Harry Brother Bry I like a lot of those games I really do Um but I, I have I, two things going against it here. I, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to bet uh, on Oklahoma State. I can't do it.
2: I knew it. Uh, to, uh, uh, I knew I, it. The,
0: the Central <laughs> Michigan. It just gets me crazy that they lost that game. And I think I need like you know, yeah, not not that long, just like ten or eleven years before I could bet on them again. Uh, and also, I think we're in a, a, a hilarious rat race here with the Carolina Tar Heels. Who gives a crap about this team? And they end up popping up in every one of our parlays every week. And you know what's going to happen, brother Brian. <laughs> Everyone's going to come back. Everyone's going to play for that team. And they're going uh, to win 24-21 in overtime against Georgia Tech. But So I'm sorry. I, I, I think that's a nice parlay. I, hopefully you could bet against it. I don't know what time everything uh, shapes out. But plus 308 is nice. I'm going to pass on it. Parlay Kid. I, I am worried a little bit about the Cowboys. I know that – I didn't like the way they opened the, up against Arizona. I think, like, Carson Palmer completed, like, 10 of 11 passes or something. Yeah, that defense um, reminded yeah. both of us of a defense uh, we were familiar with before it was uh, back in the pathetic days of, uh, you know, back in, like, the mid-2000s. Um the thing that worries me a little bit: the Rams have ten days. Cowboys coming off six days. I do think the Cowboys take care of business. I think the Falcons win handily. I'm still going with the thing. Yeah. My thing that the Bills are not a good team. I, I think they're good for five or six wins yep. this year. Um, they caught Denver in a good spot, having to travel cross country and everything. Uh, and it was a weird play with Von Miller. Yeah, I think it would have been closer. I think the Falcons are a much better team. I'm buying your parlay, parlay kid, at minus 137. Mm. I'm taking Cowboys and Falcons. And uh, I, you know, I wish the other two. I wish you guys well. But the parlay kid is the winner of Sharp Tank this week. So that'll do it nice. for another episode of Against All Odds with Cousin Sal, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. If you think you're eligible for our Degenerate Gamblers Hall of Fame, or you just want to shoot us an email, do so. Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. Tweet me at the cousin Sal. Brother Bry is at B S Z O K eight sixteen. The parlay kid is at the Chalk Talker. Harry, you want to promote hot yoga? When are you gonna be there next?
3: <laughs> Let's see, what time is it? Six thirty nine. It starts at seven. I can make it. Okay, good.
0: (laughs) Good. Yeah, leave right now. Go. Don't even say goodbye. Watch Jimmy Kimmel Live, 1135 weeknights on ABC. That's that for the degenerate trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.